This podcast contains coarse language, adult themes, and spoilers. My name's Peach, and for the past couple of years, I've been helping my friend Shag overcome his childhood aversions to everyday foods in the podcast Fussy Eater. Now it's his turn to help me conquer my phobia of scary movies over one spooky night in the FBI studios, one Wikipedia synopsis at a time. This is Spooko. So, once again, after that incredibly long intro... <laughs> It gets longer as the night gets longer. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Say. Isn't that funny? But one of the things that we do mm. is we talk about Fussy Eater in that. Yes. And the thing about Fussy Eater mm. is that you were helping me get over my food aversions, which is why we're doing Spooko, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Now you've got no food aversions left. Agreed. But I, well, I, yes. One of the reasons, though, that you were such a perfect partner for that mm-hmm. is because you are the opposite of someone with food aversions. You dive into scary food. <laughs> like, some people turn away from food they're afraid of mm. or avoid it. Yep. You actively seek it out yep. to take it on head on, right? Yep, 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 and yep, I yep. want to talk about something that happened because oh, yeah. you... As part of your role as one of Sydney's premier lawyers mm. is you entertain a lot of clients mm-hmm. and you were having Prospect, yes. you, you, were, you were having a client meeting at Bell's Hot Chicken. Yep. And one of the things you told me is you always order the hottest level, which from what I understand, it's just you, all you taste is spice when you eat the chicken. Can you tell me a little bit about yep, this and yep, why yep, you yep, do yep. that? So sex, sex panther heat. Right? That's the heat of chicken. I get sex panther wings. Or perhaps just to tease it, I used to get sex panther <laughs> wings. Just to, just to tease a bit of an anecdote just on the way. Um, I have this visceral memory as an 11-year-old where Oliver Renton had his birthday party at a McDonald's and all the cool kids were ordering McChickens and normally I would get nuggets or fillet of fish like a little baby and everyone was like, ugh, aren't you getting a cool kid's McChicken? And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. And so I had a McChicken and I'm not sure, Shag, if you remember the McChickens from, from McDonald's. They have the tiniest amount of pepper in the batter there. They do. And, and you like, can almost... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, what is this? Because I'd never had anything spicy in my entire Life. So that was your first taste of spice, was a McChicken right. as an 11-year-old. With a little bit of pepper. <laughs> and so um, through life, I'd, I'd been reasonably scared of chili and peppers and it had sort of loomed as a final boss who I'd sort of imagined that I'd have to come and confront one day. And Bell's has a useful sliding scale where um, spice eating is a lot like endurance fitness. Mm-hmm. It's not like speed. Like some people are born fast at sprinting or not. It's like distance running at an amateur level where the more distance running you practice, if you're an amateur, you're going to get better. So Spice, I was like, right, I'm going to start with medium. And I'm like, medium's a little, okay. (laughs) And then the next few times I was getting hot and I was like, man, hot's, um, hot's, here we go. And I'd get hot and order one drumstick of really hot and they'd be like, oof. It's your boy. Um, and I get really hot and order one drumstick of really fucking hot. I'd be like, oof, yeah, oof, well, what's going on? Um, and then I'd get really fucking hot and order one drumstick or one tender of Sex Panther. Um, 
uh, and then I'd get just Sex Panther. And so I'd done Sex Panther maybe three or four or five times in a row and was like, right, I've broken my duck. I've now got some strong spice fitness up. This is good. And so a couple of weeks ago now, three or four weeks ago. and, and Of this night. Oh, this night. Yes, yes, sorry, that's exactly right. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago on this night, yeah. Joey Nguyen um, from Ventifact. What's up, Ventifact? Go to them for all your software. I don't quite understand what they do needs. Um, somehow they're in shops, but it's software, and I haven't quite figured out what they do. So go, if you're a, if you're a, a shop that has a computer, I reckon Ventifact are the way to go. Shout-outs, Ventifact. Shout-outs, Reshes. What's up? Shout-outs, Rolex. Uh, so anyway, there we are with Joey Nguyen from Ventifact, the greatest shop software provider of all time. Um, we're sitting there and I arrived first. And I was like, hey, man, I'll order. And I went up to order and there were not a lot of people there. And I was like, hey, I'll have Sex Panther, please. And they're like, have you had it before? And I said, uh, look, without wanting to be an idiot about it, I was like, yeah, look, I've had it before. And, you know, to me, it feels pretty spicy. And they're like... Yeah, it's pretty spicy. I was like, yeah, well, you know, I'm not experienced with spice. And I told my cute little McChicken story. And I was like, yeah, well, I've worked up to Sex Panther. And I feel like I can handle it. I've had it a few times. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. And uh, what I ought to have noticed at the time was the gentle sniggering that I now in hindsight can <laughs> perceive in the back. And so in any case, out comes uh, Joey's, I think Joey had a chicken burger. And out comes my Sex Panther wings. At Belsaw Chicken. So just to clarify, Sex mm. Panther is the highest level of spice you can get. Precisely so. And they only added it in the last four or five months or so. Mm. In any case, there we go. And they look a bit darker than usual. And I'm like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> This is how we go. And I bit into them and they tasted a lot hotter than usual. And Shag, you know my personality. I'm like, well, started now. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, Joey and I are chatting and perhaps the reason I don't know what Ventifact does is that that my mouth was on fire as Joey was kindly explaining it to me. But anyway, there we are. And I'm chomping through these things that look a lot darker and a lot oozier than normal. And eventually I eat them. And I'm sort of blinking a little bit and trying to trying to get my bearings. And I feel sort of a bit drunk. I can't quite focus. I don't quite know what's going on. And I start getting stomach cramps. Trying to when spice affects your internal bits, that's when it gets yeah, scary. Yeah. So like the tongue, the, like the tongue and mouth bit, that's just brain power. You're like, yeah. oh well, it hurts. Gonna eat some more. <laughs> but when it starts affecting the way your body actually functions, I was like, and I had to interrupt. And like, luckily, I knew Joey from ten or fifteen years ago when we used to rap together. Um, I was like, Joey, I, I've got to go vom. I got to go get this out of me. And so we spent a long time trying to find a public toilet. <laughs> and, uh, all good client meetings involve yeah. a prolonged search for a public toilet. And so we in. went into one of Brangaroo Towers. Like, he was like, I think there's a public toilet here. I'm like, Joey, fuck that, you asshole. Like, Let's go to a nicer public toilet than that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, poor guy, I'm like barking instructions because I'm like, I'm in pain, Joey. Like, go find me a nice public toilet. And uh, in any case, a lot of these towers don't have public toilets. They let filthy plebs like me from the streets go vomit in. Um, so we ended up going back to that original public toilet. And so I had to undo my tie and just try to dry retch and try to vomit out the chicken as best I could. And poor old Joey, I don't know what he's thinking. This <laughs> he's like, hey, man, do you want some water? I'm like, mm, like I don't know. And so like, he came back with a bottle of water. And I was like, well, I guess I'll catch you another time, Joey, mate. Like, I'll be he's like, will you be all right? I was like, yeah, man. Like, you know, <laughs> I guess I've just got to do some vomiting. The amazing thing is... 
in all the vomiting of sticking my finger down my throat and trying to vomit it all up, I only ever vomited out the sides. I didn't vomit out a little speck of chicken. Something oh. about the ghost extract or whatever it is mm. glued it into my stomach. <laughs> and so um, I had just a very somber and slightly depressing walk back from public toilet to the public toilet at Barangaroo to the public toilet at Wynyard Station to the public toilet at the hotel that I think they used to call the Western back to the public toilet at my office and I bought some Gaviscon <laughs> along the way and it was just a sort of <laughs> melancholy <laughs> sort of wander back of like well there goes my ambition to be someone who can eat spicy food with your you know amount of activity on LinkedIn I'm mm. amazed you haven't turned this into an inspirational story <laughs> But then turns into telling people to come seek you for business. <laughs> All right, look, look, look. I wanted you to tell that story yeah. because uh, it's a really it's round a classic. It's a really roundabout <laughs> way of you know talking about how sometimes I like to approach horror films, and mm. a lot of people do, which is sex uh, band the level horror <laughs> films. You, but you do. You look for the things where it's like, what's the craziest, most extreme thing? Like oh, I want to no, see are we something. Going with this? Well, I know you didn't have a great time with the new French extremists and martyrs, so figured <laughs> figured we'd go back to that strange era of French horror filmmaking in the mid-noughties to another classic from that genre. Not Fontier. Today we are doing Fontier. <laughs> I feel like some of the sounds you just made watching the trailer to 2007's Frontiers, a French horror film, uh, some of the sounds you might have made in the toilet <laughs> during your client meeting after attempting the Sex Panther wings from Bell's Hot Chickens. But yeah, shout out to Bell's Hot Chickens. They are delicious. And it's only Peach's hubris <laughs> which meant that they sent him to the loo. Yes. Like, they're still delicious. And there's not like... You, they're amazing. What, what beer do you think goes best with them? <laughs> but, anyway, but anyway, but anyway, but anyway, but anyway. Okay. So, Frontiers today, what... Did you think of that trailer? I found it fucking disgusting when the bolt cutters were applied to the Achilles heel. I was like, oh. mm-hmm. And then when the foot went through the meat hook, I thought that was completely unnecessary. Um, that said, I found it a little bit atmospheric when it was like, cutting your hair is freaky. I was like, mm, yeah, okay, we're building a <laughs> bit of mood here. And also, I do tend to get a little bit amped up about the revenge element. Like, Hostel, like, it reminded me a lot of Hostel. Hostel strikes me as a failure of a movie created by the fa- failure of a person. But to the extent it has redeeming features, I think flipping the script on the horror trope of a hopeless ending is quite an interesting thing to do. And I just have a vibe of like Frontier might use as an excuse for its horrific brutality the idea that, don't worry, Julianne gets out in the end. Something else I want to chat about, and again, I want to draw on your legal Mm. um, expertise here. Mm. There seems to be something that happens in the States that we don't really get here where a film can be released as unrated. So they can... Do you know anything about this? Have you heard about this? No. So it seems like if they don't get the rating they want, they go, cool, we'll just release it to home... Like, we can't put it in cinemas, but we'll just release it to home media as an unrated film. And then we can just put in all the gore and gross stuff we want 
And I think that's what happened here because from what I understand, uh, it was originally, um, it's, it's a French film, but when mm. they took it to the States, they gave it a limited release with some cuts with an NC-17 rating, which is their R rating. They weren't happy with that. So instead they released it with an unrated rating, I think to a very small amount of like horror festivals. And then it was released on DVD like a week later because they were like, no, we want people to see the full gore experience. Let's just get it into their hands. <sighs> they sound they like awesome people. Well, I mean, I think that's the other thing. Me as a horror consumer, I would almost feel a bit embarrassed watching something like this. Like, or, like it'd be weird asking anybody to come to a movie like this. Why is that? Well, Isn't but, this the whole point? Aren't you like, come on, guys, Sex Panther Heat, let's get into no, it? No, because it's like uh, with, a, with a film like this where it is the new French extremity, you're, you're sort of pushing your boundaries a bit. You're <sighs> like, what can, can I see something that's like pretty full on? Like, and you're not going to enjoy it and you feel bad about bringing other people. I think it's, it's a weird place. and It's not a date movie. It, no, 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 not at all. I get it. Not at all, not at all. Okay, but let's talk about Frontiers, okay? Yes. So this is, as I said before, French film from 2007. Mm-hmm eerily sort of relevant in our time because mm. it begins with a far-right candidate is elected to the French presidency. Oh, this is when Marine Le, Marine Le Pen was getting big. Yeah, yeah cool, cool. Well, sorry, first first time. No, Le Pen's dad. Anyway, shut up, Peach. Now, that sparked riots in Paris, which I believe there are still riots going in Paris as we speak. Is that right? I think so. You know the yellow there? I don't know what's going on there. I don't... I don't... <sighs> And also, to be fair, what night are we recording this on? Yeah, it's funny because we're recording it in 1969. <laughs> and things are a bit tumultuous in old Paris. Anyway, so this far-right candidate is elected to the French presidency, sparks riots in Paris, hoping to escape Paris but needing cash. Duh. A street gang made up of Muslim Arab, Arab youths, Alex, Tom, Farid and the pregnant Yasmin and her brother Sammy take advantage of the chaos to pull off a robbery. Sammy is shot and the group splits up. Alex and Yasmin take Sammy to a hospital and Tom and Farid take the money to a family run in near the border. Innkeepers Gilbert and Claudia claim their rooms are free and seduce the two men. Okay. All right. So that's... it's Like it's, I'm getting hostile. Like this is hostile vibes. Totally. It's been yep. a roller coaster already. Yep. So at the hospital, the emergency room staff reports Sammy's injury to the police. Sammy insists Yasmin run before the police catch her. His dying wish is that Yasmin not have an abortion. Fucking relax. Her <laughs> body, her choice. Sammy, you fucking asshole. Alex and Yasmin flee, leaving the fatally wounded Sammy behind. Alex and Yasmin phone their friends for directions to the inn. Tom and Farid give them directions, but soon after are brutally attacked by Gilberte, Claudia, and Getz. Getz is a new character who Wikipedia has just announced is, exists as it's part a, of it. It's a Hyundai. It's good. Shag, <laughs> <laughs> mm. like, can I just interrupt? How fucking long is this one? They go <laughs> underground. Like, we haven't even gone underground yet. We're, there's four paragraphs, and we're, like, way into the second paragraph. Oh, okay. I think cool, this is okay, actually going to be a... I think it's one of those films... A lot of horror films are also, like, <laughs> seven minutes long. Set up, set up, set up, set Okay. So, 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 Okay. Tom and Fred give them directions to the inn. They're like, come to the inn where we are, but yep. they're soon attacked by Gilbert and Claudia, who seduce them, and also Getz, who is also a new character. Yep. When Tom and Fred try He's to Korean. Esca- <laughs> when Tom and Fred try to escape, Getz runs their car off a cliff. 
the injured man wander into a mine shaft. Oh my god, <laughs> there's so much going on. This I actually want because this is a film like I've seen a lot of these films. This is a film I haven't seen. This is a roller coaster. Okay, yeah, man. Like what? Like what's it? When are we cutting our hair? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So hair cutting was a big part of the preview. The injured man wa- wander into a mine shaft where Tom is quickly recaptured. Farid must fend for himself in the mine with the family's rejected children. Oh, sick. We've got some, like, disgusting rejected children in there. Sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, meanwhile, unaware of the danger, Alex and Yasmin, who's still carrying Sammy's dying wish, <laughs> arrive at the inn, but are captured by the family. What I think's funny is there's only four paragraphs, but they made such a big deal about that dying wish that's clearly going to be a big part coming into this film can't, later on. I can't wait for the payoff. This is a Chekhov's, Chekhov's dying wish. So, we're halfway through the film now. Oof, it actually has been a very long film. <laughs> like, this has been I mean, a lot's happened. So the, the far right has taken over France. Yes. These... I suspect that becomes irrelevant. As the film. <laughs> like, oh, that feels like hugely... They're like, guys, this is going to be so topical. And then it just doesn't matter. Also, this is a street gang who pulled off a robbery, but now it's all about them being captured by a family that live in a mine shaft, slashing in. <laughs> with and, a band of children who survived four years. And also, if no the food. inn's at the top of the mountain, mm. but the mine shaft's at the bottom, them. Is there a network of tunnels all the way down, or is there just one like lift? Sh- who knows? And they do weekly food drops. Like, how, like how do we how do we sort it out? And it's like, yes, it's all well and good to be like the children fend for themselves, but if there's no food down there, yeah, they're just gonna I, die. You can't eat rocks. Like, <laughs> real talk. No matter how sex panther you are. All right. Okay. So Alex and Yasmin are chained in a muddy floored pig pen. Sounds awesome. Alex breaks. There are Yas- pigs down there. I just presume they ate them. All right, I, well done. Well, Alex breaks Yasmin's chains, which is um, an amazing achievement for mm. anybody, and allows her to escape. When the captors discover Yasmin's escape, man, this this I'm sorry, and I'm going to stop here. And I know we have to say. Obviously, the people who do Wikipedia do it for love. It's crowdsourced. Yep, yep, well good done. On them. Yeah, this, this is sucks. one of the worst yep, yep. synopsis I've ever heard. Yep, yep, There's yep. no. I mean, they're I've not even no trying. Idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. In fairness, the um, trailer sucked as well. So Alex breaks Yasmin's chains and allows her to escape. When the captors discover Yasmin's escape, the family patriarch. So new character alert. Fuck. Von Geisler. Cuts Alex's Achilles tendon. Ugh, we saw that in the in the trailer. Blur. And this is a thing as well. So we've talked about this before. This how is so hostelly. This is very hostelly. And we've also talked about how there's this, you know, escalation on like, you know, how can we gross people out more? Ugh. And I found that one of the things that people are creative with are things like the Achilles tendon or feet. Because you don't think oh, about... Oh, yeah, man. In the audition when they cut off the feet, you're you, like... Fuck. You don't think about that, but it's pretty not good. Ugh. Meanwhile, in the mine, mm. Farid finds the storage area for the victims. So, uh, okay. okay. Yeah, so I'm guessing... They kill heaps of people. They though. must, clearly. <laughs> this is a brilliant, brilliant movie. The family realises something is amiss in the mine. Yes. And Hans chases Farid into a boiler where Farid is cooked alive. What? Uh, okay. What? Okay, cool. <laughs> Yasmin flees from the inn, but is quickly picked up by the Getz. No, by, by, by Getz. By Getz. <laughs> Back in the pig pen, Von Geisler personally grants Alex's last witch. Well, uh, Von Geisler personally... This is another last witch. This isn't Yasmin's last witch. Okay. So... Von Geisler personally grants Alex's last wish, which is to be put down quickly. 
Initially, Von Geisler wishes for Carl to wed Yasmin to carry on the family lineage. But when Von Geisler learns she is already pregnant, he entrusts her to the meek Eva, who tells Yasmin that she came to the family in a very similar manner and that she is obedient because the family promised her that her parents would return for her someday. Eva also tells... Fuck, this is a... Like, it's not quite a roller. Like, this is just an exhausting experience. Eva also tells... How close are we to the end? Hang on, hang on. Let me get to the end of this paragraph. Eva also tells Yasmin of the rejected homeless children she and Hans (laughs) take care for in the mine. So we can... Can we backtrack? So... Who have we got in the mine? Can we just call the role? (laughs) So... Rejected homeless children. Let's start there. Okay, so they're in the mine. Um, Yasmin and Alex are in the inn. Let's say five rejected homeless children. To, uh, Yasmin and Alex are up, up, up on ground level. Yes. Yeah. Tom and Farid were the ones that were chased out of the inn, off the cliff, found their way into the mine shaft where they discovered the victim chamber and also all the homeless children fending for themselves. So we say five or ten homeless children? Yeah, probably a gang. Gang. However many extras they can afford on a franchise film budget, which probably isn't heaps. They're like, guys, we're going to cut some Achilles tendons right (laughs) here. Who's got some kids? Yeah. (laughs) Who wants to... Who wants to bring them in? All right, so eventually Eva, who is the other yes. Yasmin, who's who's been there for a while yes. and is part of the family, leads Yasmin down to dinner where the family awaits her. Von Geisler is revealed to be a former and still practicing Nazi. See, I'll see the, the right-wing thing kind of has Why some relevance. Why do they even say former there? who's lived at the inn since the end of World War II. Von Geisler offers up a toast to the new blood and Yasmin quickly grabs a large knife and takes Von Geisler hostage. Hans grabs a shotgun and shoots and kills Von Geisler in the confusion. Carl shoots Hans dead in turn. (sighs) Yasmin escapes and is chased by Carl and guides into the mine. Yasmin eventually makes her way into one of the body storage rooms where she fights with Getz. The body storage room? That's which... the one we talked about that. Remember where the yeah, victims this is where were? The homeless yeah, I, yeah, I think this so. This sucks. <laughs> After a bloody struggle, she repeatedly hits him with an axe before impaling him on a rotating table <laughs> saw. That would be fairly satisfying. That's where it got its unrated <laughs> thing, I imagine. Carl catches Yasmin as she tries to return to the surface, but Eva comes to the rescue blowing off Carl's head with a shotgun. (laughs) Yasmin searches for car keys to escape, but is ambushed by Gilbert and Claudia, who still exist, bearing submachine guns. During the shootout... Lots of guns in here. Guns are hard to get, are they not? Well, I mean, because they were from World War II, so I guess the assumption is World War II. They've got guns. We've got stacks. Down the mine. During the shootout, Yasmin hits a gas tank, blowing up the room. Gilbert survives the explosion and attempts to kill Yasmin, only to have her throat torn out by her. I'm like rushing to the end because yeah. this is this is this yeah. is the worst time we've done. With everyone else in the neo-Nazi family dead, Yasmin tries to persuade Eva to leave with her, but Eva stays to take care of the children in the mine. <laughs> On the road, Yasmin runs into a police blockade near the border, where she surrenders to the authorities. The well, end. That's that must be one of the worst ones we've done. Can you take me through what happened in that film, start yes. to finish? Yes. Are you ready? Yeah. Hi there. <laughs> I'm James Dapperty. Um, this is Spooko. 
<laughs> Far right Yaz- is elected. Yes. Marine Le Pen elected. is elected. Um, uh, Yasmin is pregnant and is a member of a gang. Who the, pull off a... Who pull off a robbery mm-hmm. and then run away to the countryside. To, no, so they they split up because one of them gets injured. Sammy gets injured. Sorry, yes, So some right. of them go to the hospital and some of them go to an inn. That's right. Where they're going to hide And the dying out. wish of the young father... Sammy is to not have an abortion, oh, which dead. doesn't really come back into it, which yeah. is annoying. Like, none of this is connected. Then we head out to the country. Well, two people fall down a mine where there are already well, dozens turns of people. Out, turns out the inn where they were going to escape also has a mine downstairs where a former Nazi, Nazi is lives keeping... Downstairs. Lives, lives downstairs, but he has a front upstairs that's an inn who, if you were going to be... A Nazi hiding in France yeah. after World War Two. Don't invite people to your house. But also, don't, don't run, run an inn that's yeah. run by Germans. Yeah, exactly. With heaps of guns around. It's just bizarre. I'm like, where are all the guns? Shaq, this this is the worst one. What was his plan? What was von Geisler's plan? Well, I thought he was going to try to eat them. Yeah, so I thought, I thought that, that too. Was the point. But he was starting a new family of of homeless. But then uh, there's the homeless children downstairs. And also, the thing was, yeah, it did, and look. Eva as well. Wow, how does she fit in? This. Stands as a shining beacon <laughs> as the worst horror film. This is the too much ghost chili extract, uh, Sex Panther Wings, that I failed to vomit out a couple of weeks ago. Ventifact, what's up? And yet, weirdly, now I really want to watch it. Uh, this was recorded at FBI Studios. Please like, subscribe, and follow wherever you can and as much as you can. And Resh's, what's up?